Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's the founder and CEO of Outlier Audio, it's Spencer Carpenter. Spencer, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh, thanks for having me on. All right, high level, explain what Outlier Audio does. Sure, so uh, we actually are a product that came out of COVID. So for the last 15 years, I've been in the music industry. Um, I started booking concerts in my small town and then scaled it up to doing multi-day music conferences and festivals. I ran a couple of record labels, I did tour booking, artist management merchandise, but pretty much all along the way, I was doing talent representation. Huh. So then when COVID shut down the entire music industry, I recognized this wasn't just affecting artists, but it was affecting anybody that relied on conferences, uh, networking events, in-person meetings to really drive sales, uh, network, anything like that. And so I saw podcasts as an opportunity for people to quote, perform. And while there are plenty of people out there that know how to build a brand, there are lots of people in every industry that have great information, but they're too busy building their business. They either don't know how to podcast or they just, they just don't have the time. So I saw an opportunity to help you know business professionals, investors, entrepreneurs, people that might not have a book or a certain product, but they really just need to get their name out there in code, you know, virtually while they're in lockdown and something to share with people. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how this was started. Yeah. Tell me about what drew you to podcasting. Uh, you know, it was really just, it was being stuck in this space, but as that, that was the initial draw was, it was just something anybody could do from home. Uh, you could just get a microphone and just do it. Yeah. But what I really like about it is, especially in the, in the age of where we're being blasted with marketing all the time, Podcasts are an opportunity to get in front of people that are volunteering to listen. So it's not you pay to have a video make, made, put it on Instagram and Facebook, try and get people through disruptive marketing, get them to st stop, get them to watch it, get them to get your website, then get them to convert. It's instead people that are volunteering to listen because a host invited you onto the show for 25 to 45 minutes. And with that, it allows people to... Even, I mean, you can hear someone smiling in their voice, even if you're just listening audio. You can hear the jokes. You right, can, let's, let's test that principle. All right, Spencer, smile and go ahead and continue. You can hear them about smiling what when they're talking. Like right now, you can hear we're, we're laughing. You can hear we're smiling <laughs> while we're talking. Um, but, but, you know, they, it, it gives a more personable touch. And then, you know, you're not going to be in, you might not get a million impressions uh, like you would with a Facebook ad and a big budget, but the leads that come in are warm. They already mm -hmm. decided that they want to listen, that they like what you had to say. They decided from listening to, they don't think you're a scumbag. They don't think you like, you don't have to sell yourself to somebody that contacted you because they heard you on a podcast. Yeah. Now I want to say that, um, so with Up My Influence, so we run 
you know, given the week or whatever, we're running anywhere between 50 and 100 shows. Um, and so all of these shows rely on guests. And so, you know, what I was hoping that, and, and by the way, Spencer, you've connected with, you rep some really great guests. Um, and so um, I'd love your take on what makes a great podcast guest. In other words, you know, what kind of education do you do with a guest before you kind of say, all right, here we go, go on those podcasts? So I did, I looked at every single guesting, PD, free PDF, uh, blog post, every article. A lot of them had the same stuff. I literally just, I copied and pasted every single one and started taking out the redundancies and leaving the important stuff. And understanding one, you need to have like a, a sterile space. You know, there's not noise. Uh, even stuff like a fan going overhead with a chain moving back and forth is going to mess with the audio that messes things up for the host. So, so making sure your quality is good, but then also making sure you're not wasting the opportunity by trying to sell people on a podcast. Mm. Podcasting is mostly an opportunity for people to either hear a good conversation or learn. I got into listening to podcasts because I found audiobooks to be really boring when I was in the car, but I didn't want to listen to music all the time. I wanted to use it as an opportunity to learn. And so good conversation with someone that is trying to teach people and, and has true altruism and not really worrying about whether or not it you know, affects their bank account later on is, is always going to make for like a good conversation, good interview, uh, really good vibes that people connect with. And so that's like, so that's, that's like on the content side of things, just, just making sure you're being authentic. You're not trying to sell people that aren't really in front of you anyway. Um, you know, that's, that's like really important. Yeah. I, you know, I look at being a guest on a podcast as like a first date and it, it it's, it's really inappropriate to start going into a big pitch. Now, if the conversation goes that way and it's it's delivered in a very authentic, yeah, here's what we get to do. And here's why I love what we do, what we do and blah, blah, blah. It's story form. Cool. You know, that that's that's totally appropriate. But yeah, there's there's a certain stomach churn turning, I think, that happens uh, if someone starts going into, well, on page 37 of my new book, you two could be a winner. You'll find the three classic secrets like now. No, way, that is not going to work. So, well, yeah, that, I agree. That's people, a that's a great point. There's some people that, you know, I have some clients that have a product. A lot of my clients are actually trying to raise money. And so it's not just convert for thirty dollars. It's convert for maybe one hundred thousand dollars in investment. And I really have to let them understand, like, you are teaching by showing that you are a good teacher and you know what you're talking about. That is why they're going to feel confident in to invest with you. They don't, might not even need to know the details at that point. Mm. They, you know, they, they might already be sold. I have one guy in oil exploration that, you know, had $120,000 in investment coming from one podcast, yep. not by talking about his company. Just explaining oil investing for the average, you know, the average investor, and then going into like, here's a strategy that we have found. This is like, this is one thing. This is one part of the industry not a lot of people focus on. We do. By the way, here at the end, like, reach out if you're interested in more. And yeah. so, by really trying to just teach people things that they might not know, especially like niche, you know, that that makes a big part. You know, I have a lot of financial advisors, wealth managers. A lot of them do the same stuff. But when I dig at them, I find out why they're different from the other three that I represent. And that's really important in, getting, in like being able to 
not just stand out when being when pitching a podcast, but making sure people pay attention when you're talking. Yeah, I love it. You know, again, you think about how you would act on a first date. Same thing. You want to bring your best behavior. You're courting right now. And so the more attractive you can appear to a listening audience, the better. And Mm -hmm. so are you interesting? Do you have great stories? Are you personable? Um, Do you bring a lot of value? Those sorts of things. Hey, Spencer, I want to talk about... you know, I know that there's someone's listening to us and they're like, wow, well, I want to get on podcasts. That sounds like a great thing. And maybe they're not quite ready to work with you or they, you know, they want to, I don't know, kind of try it out themselves first or something like that. See if they really like it. How do you communicate with podcasters to let them know that I would love to be a guest? So one of the, uh, one of the things I had a lot of experience with from my, my past career in music was sponsorship and curation for like festivals. I reached out to a lot of people that in terms of like where I was at in concert promoting, I couldn't, you know, they, they had massive artists that I couldn't afford to book. But when I had a conference, something valuable for them that they could come speak at and, and, you know, stroke their ego a little bit, maybe do some business. They always responded to my email with brands. You know, I, I was able to get in touch with brands that I, that you know really shouldn't be coming to like a small town that I was in to to you know otherwise uh, because you know we were able to I was able to really curate a good pitch um, when I sent it to him and that's by in having as much information as you can without making it a novel you know I'll get some bios from people that are three. 10 sentence paragraphs and includes that they like to bike and they love going to, they love camping with their kids. And that's great. Like that is great for conversation. If someone has a segment for that in their podcast, but they want to know intro body, what you're doing today. What is it you can talk about, you know, right away, then why they should listen to you and what you've been able to succeed at. And then, you know, follow it up with, here are some really specific talking points if you're interested. That also makes it so the host doesn't have to curate the interview if they don't want to. It makes it plug and play. Yeah. And uh, that's really important for standing out. Um, I, I can't actually remember the question you asked, and I'm not sure if I just answered. No, uh, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, making sure that, uh, well, now I forgot because <laughs> my brain started already going for the next question, just in terms of like, you know, having that bio put together and, oh, how yes. to get on yes. podcasts. Right. So uh, you're, you're absolutely, listen, I will speak for this podcast. Uh, if you send me a, a you know, a three page bio, I, sorry. I, and I have, I get them. <laughs> I, I don't even look at them. I, I, you know, bless their heart. I, usually just go to their LinkedIn page and I pull that up and like, I get a good view of their background. I see what they've been up to. So that would be another piece of advice is keep your LinkedIn update and max it out because uh, it's, man, uh, for me, I like the format of LinkedIn. I'm really familiar with it. I can kind of get a gauge on their social proof. Um, you know, certainly, you know, can get some indication of their success or what they want to be known for. Um, but you're right. There are times though, uh, where I will look at their LinkedIn and it doesn't seem to be, and then I go to their website and I'm like, yeah, I don't think you've been in your LinkedIn for quite some time. So yes. So there's a piece of advice, go update your LinkedIn, keep it updated and fresh. Yeah. And, and what, I mean, I don't, I know a lot of people like one sheets, 
I don't like when I have to click something that I'd rather read your three paragraphs and have to click something where I yes. can't read the text. Um, I know that that's really popular in the real publicity world. Yeah. The PDF versions. Publicity. I I don't like it. I just give me a link to a website. I don't want to open it. Cause then I'm like, ah, I'd have to download it and then open it. And then Adobe's going to tell me that they want me to upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, and sometimes you can't even copy and paste the bio for the, your show notes. Yes, that's sometimes another thing. If it's not done right, if it's not formatted correctly, where you can copy the text out, that's you're absolutely right. Yep, I, that's so. When um, for traditional media, when we were doing a lot of media consulting around that, um, I say, listen, for a, a, a press kit, just do a really great, easy to work with website or page, and just give me everything I need to click on and download right from there. That's, that's the easiest thing that, that for me and my team, that's what we love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what else um, in terms of like, is there anything else aside from, you know, having some basic assets put together for the press kit? Um, do you recommend that your guests prepare questions for the host? I got to tell you, I've, never. I get those too. I have never looked at those questions. Like, I'm sorry. Well, listen, if I were a baby brand new podcaster, I would, I would totally look on that and I would rely on that. And that might be a good indication. And I know some shows when you're booking them will ask for that. I never look at those. I am like, I've been doing this long enough. I'm going to follow my own curiosity. I know what my audience needs. I know how to advocate for them. I, I, I have a pretty good feel for the kind of stuff that they want to know. Um, but I, I don't know. There, I, it's probably not a bad idea to have that stuff. I don't know. What, what's your experience? I, I do it because I want to make sure that we are the most prepared, whether or not the host wants it. So Someone yeah. that's met, that ha doesn't have the know-how but decide they're going to try and get pitched on a podcast might not offer talking points, but they also don't know how to write a bio that makes them stand out. And yeah. this does both. So, you know, I represent half of my clientele is in the real estate industry. I'm a novice real estate investor myself. Mm -hmm. I really like that community. So that's a lot of people I work with. And you need to be able to tell the host, like, like some people I've said, what are you, what do you want to speak on? They're like, well, I can speak on landlording. I'm like, well, yeah, you're going to be on a real estate show. Everybody can. Why should yes. they pick you? And it's because we know we use this strategy to get leads this way. And we use this, this special system to convert them. And it's really working out well, better than everybody else in our market. That is worth highlighting, um, depending on the show that they want to be on. Mm -hmm. um, again, back to tax, you know, CPAs, wealth managers, financial planners, anybody in finance, they are so constricted by laws that most of them do all of the same thing. But they're also the people that want to be out there. They're, they need clientele. And so they come to me by creating those talking points. It's showing the host why they are different than the other three CPAs that submitted to talk about tax. <laughs> yeah. Something that a lot of people don't really want to hear about why they're different about taxes than the other guys. Um, yeah. so, you know, and, and yeah, the more experienced host just disregard them, but there are a lot of shows, especially last year that were just started. And these people aren't professional interviewers. They're learning as much as the person that's trying to be on the show for the first yeah. time. Um, 2020 was a massive rise in, in podcasts. Um, so 
Yeah, there. I think I think it's valuable still, even if it's just three. I ask my clients for five to seven. I usually get them at five or six. Um, and you know, I'll also say, especially someone that is more known in their niche, it's not as necessary. I do have one client that's really well known in the real estate space. His bio is four sentences, and his topics are very basic. It's like I can talk about this, but the people know he's really good at it, so they don't they don't need to hear the actual detail about. Uh, you know, upfront about why he's good. They're like, we know he's good at. It. We're going to have him on the show, and he'll then tell mm-hmm. you. So it, it, you know, use your best judgment. If, if if you you've been putting yourself out there for years and people know about you, then maybe you can be a little more straightforward, and your email will be less. Uh, uh, it will be less daunting for someone to read, and they can just say yes. But if they don't know anything about you, and there's no reason for them to know anything about you, you want to be prepared in case they want to know what makes you unique. Yeah. You know, I um, also, I think it's really important that, um, you know, in the minutes prior to you start recording as a guest, please ask about the audience. <laughs> like, it's really important to know who you're speaking to because, um, and, and I, and I have, I have this conversation with everyone before I start click, you know, I click record. I'm like, my audience is pretty sophisticated. Um, these are not baby entrepreneurs. Um, most of them are very, very experienced. So we can go ahead and get pretty tactical, practical in the weeds. Um, my audience will track with you pretty well. Um, just in terms of like business principles. So mm-hmm. yeah, once in a while, and I've had a couple that I've had to leave on the editing floor because they just, uh, you know, say, what's the secret to leadership? Oh, it's just, just being understanding. Right, right. Okay, um, keep keep going more. And then it's like, it's like a nothing burger. And so I would say, you know, really good advice is, um, you know, be prepared to, you know, again, try to deliver something that is unique, um, valuable, um, you know, something where someone could go, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, being understanding, If you think about, you know, from the Bible to, you know, Tony Robbins, a lot of the, a lot of the things that influence people out there, they have the same basis, but they were able to spin it in a way that resonated with someone the way no one else was able to, Uh, you know, Jim Proctor or uh, I'm sorry, Jim Rohn, Bob Proctor, like all those guys, they say a, a lot of the basis is the same, but just their analogies were unique to them. They offered a perspective that no one else considered, and it made them, you know, household names in in their industries. So Mm -hmm. that stuff is really important, being able to make sure that you have a unique perspective. Awesome. Outlieraudio.com, Spencer, is your website. When someone goes to your website and they're like, okay, cool, I want to be a guest on more podcasts, um, what would you recommend that they do when they get there? First, go to the about me section. I want you to see the testimonials from other people. Um, you know, just just see there are several clients that have been satisfied. And at the bottom, I think of both the homepage and the about me. Um, and there's a scheduling. All there are probably four areas on my site where you can schedule a call. Um, it's not a sales call. I, like I don't I don't want to work with everybody myself. I want to find out who's a fit. So we're getting on a call just to find out if it's a fit for you. What your goals are. Uh, what you know. What you uh, bring to the table what types of shows you want to be on, what your expectations are, and we take it from there. Um, you know, I don't try to sign people to year-long contracts or anything like that. Um, we, you know, our campaigns are normally just you know five podcasts. Let's see how it goes, and if you like it, you like it. And we do more, and if not, no big deal. Yeah, awesome. All right, 
outlieraudio.com. Spencer Carpenter, you're the founder. Thank you so much, Spencer, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.